0: On this episode of Combat Companions, we recap the Woodley and Colby card and their next potential matchups, and we talk about Izzy and Costa and give our predictions. I'm Baked as a 101. You can call me Bake, and I'm with my co-host. MC! And we are your Combat Companions! Combat
1: Companions!
0: (laughs) So, let's just get straight into it. I'm very disappointed to announce (laughs) that Woodley (laughs) did not win. Not only did he lose, he was beaten badly. Yes. MC, um, what are your thoughts?
1: So, um, if you guys can tell, Bake is literally voicing how I'm feeling right now. The fact that the fact that I had to see like Woodley end up the way that he did, it was just so heartbreaking. Like even even when the fight was over like we were messaging each other and we were like oh my god so uh i know you guys think that you know we're trying to be like unbiased and whatnot i'm gonna let you know right now i'm a little bit biased i wanted with to be so bad and yeah that was a, that was a tough watch i didn't expect it to go to the like fifth round though but how did you feel about his performance throughout
0: the fight I was really disappointed only because his last fight, he was just outclassed by Gilbert Burns just from the beginning. And I'm thinking there's no way he comes into this training camp knowing how badly he looked before unless that happened again. But as you guys remember in our first episode, we talked about wanting Woodley to win, but we understood that it's a difference between these two fighters. I knew Kobe was going to clearly win this. I didn't want it to happen, but he showed that there was a difference in their abilities. I don't like to see Woodley, and it was a really weird—I mm-hmm. guess you call that TKO stoppage. Uh, the fact he broke his ribs—I don't really yeah. know how it happened, but he—he he showed the X-rays, so yeah. he wasn't lying. Just a really sad, a really sad ending mm-hmm. to such a legendary career and i don't know if it's the end he said that it's not but i don't really know if i'm trying to see him again
1: yeah i was just going to say that like i i feel for Woodley. he came back from we we mentioned from a hiatus and a loss this doesn't help you like in terms of your confidence when it comes to i can do this again do you know what i mean like yeah you can fight again sure are you going to be there to win?
0: Definitely. I feel like Colby, mm-hmm. um, after he won the fight, he got a call from the president of the United States, Donald Trump. And that's his, probably his biggest fan. So that was a interesting moment to see, to say the least. Uh, I also saw he called out LeBron mm-hmm. and other fake woke he- athletes. In his, in his words, um, I think he called LeBron a spineless coward. Um, I'm not going to stay on this topic for too much because I have a lot to say that I will not, but I think this was more of mm-hmm. an attention thing. Obviously, LeBron is one of the most known athletes in the entire world. If he were to respond to Colby, Colby instantly becomes a household name, and that's all for that sure. he's trying to accomplish. So good on LeBron for not responding. Congratulations on your win, but uh, that's all I got to say to you, honestly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for sure. It's not that trying to be like, yeah, like I hate the fact that he won, you know, obviously I got my own bias, but it's like wherever Kobe's going to co- go from here, obviously it might be um, Jorge, which we will mention about later, but I'm just feeling for Woodley. Really, like, I'm trying to think of matchups for him now of, like, where he can go to build his confidence again. He already has other projects and stuff, so it won't be surprising if, like, he leaves because he's just not, like, winning anymore. And yeah, he's not getting back on the leaderboard, even though he said he wanted to. He wanted to be champ again. But if he, like, I'm scared. Here's what I'm scared of. I'm scared that he's going to fight and then he's going to go fight, right? And it's going to be great. And then he's going to get to the top, maybe challenge Usman again, and then lose. Man, dude, if that happens, like that, that will really just end his career. How do you feel see, about that?
0: See, I don't even see that happening. And that's what, that's what really sucks about it. Because I don't know anybody within the top 10 I'm confident in him beating. So let me say Mm -hmm. top five. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if he should even be seen again just to like save his legacy almost unless it's a Mm. like for sure win where he gets to go out and we all respect everything he's done instead Mm -hmm. of just just leaving on a sour note. I feel like we would all understand if this was it. Yeah. All, All I'm saying is. We all know what he's done for that division, what he's done for the UFC, but recently it's just not been up to par and it's kind of hard to watch.
1: Yeah, and you know what that reminds me? About the legacy. Donald Cerrone. Mm. That was a I'll draw. On the
0: same card, but, yeah.
1: But like when, he was, like when he was in the press conference, post, post-fight press conference, he was like, no, I need to win another one just for my job. And I didn't realize that this was going to be his, like, not... It's not a win, so I'm not going to call it a loss. But, like, he hasn't been doing well for... um, What is it? He hasn't been doing well for the last two fights. He fought earlier, lost to Conor, and he wasn't even feeling well that time. And then he comes into this fight and gets a draw. So, like, at least Donald Sorrell knows that his job is on the line, though. Mm -hmm. But even that was,
0: like... That one was hard to watch. I thought Saron was actually going to get put out pretty early. The way oh, he was looking yeah, huh? in that fight, it was like kinda scary. Like what is this guy still doing in there? So mm-hmm. honestly, and we don't give participation trophies out, but
1: I'm sorry for interrupting you. I just wanna oh, we don't give participation trophies <laughs> out in sports. That is so true.
0: I'm sorry, you can go on ahead. It's just he should be kinda kind of happy that he wasn't finished and we all looked at him kind of like we are looking at Woodley right now that was a weird mm-hmm. showing but that's another person who I think that might need to be their last one
1: dude how how old is Donald Cerrone again
0: too old that's all I know
1: <laughs> I think that he also has a good setup in terms of like what he can do for the sport kind of like mm. Woodley but like I don't know what His division harder and harder, and obviously his opponent was like no one like knew or anything. Not not new in terms of like oh he's been in the sport for a while. And the fact that he was having trouble and still had a draw, yeah, that's just like oh my goodness, that would suck to see if that's his like last fight. But at the same time, who would you want to like match either Woodley or Cerrone with to bring confidence? You can't bring anyone new.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, I need to find what's an easy fight for both of them. And nobody, like, no fan is going to want to watch somebody just easily win. But what's a fight that will get them back, like, confident that they will actually want the tougher opponents again? I can't think of any.
1: Yeah. Honestly, me either. Even the up-and-comers. Like, um i can't think of any at the top of my head right now but we can't it's like we can't throw them with someone new but then at the same time if they can't even compete with the people who made their name in the sport dude that's that that might be a sign and i would i would be very sad to see that donald sarone's like legacy ended with like connor knocking him out in a couple yeah. seconds and then a draw and then woodley Losing to someone that. I really wish he didn't lose to. Like. So frustrating.
0: Cowboy in particular. He's somebody that like. We have seen fight so many times. Mm -hmm. To the point where it's like. Obviously we are all fans. Like you have to be a fan of somebody. Who's constantly like ready to work. But. Mm -hmm. There comes a point where. We no longer. Are anticipating you fighting it's just like you're doing it again like it's it's not a i think that's what somebody like conor mcgregor he has to his advantage every time he steps out it could be against cm punk we're gonna watch it because we haven't seen him since the last time Mm -hmm. so it's like i don't want to get worn out it's just like for me i can only watch you do the same thing so many times.
1: You're right it's like the same thing with nate right like when he in our last podcast we talked about how nate how the diaz brothers are gonna come back and if they did we were hyped yeah like it's like the same thing right sure nate had fought a bunch of times like earlier in his career but when he was like nah i'm gonna come in fight on my own time we were mm-hmm. gonna get a show we were gonna get a straight up event and we like we're ready for it and so Yeah, I think that I feel like if Donald Sorrell, like Donald Sorrell made his name just by just doing, taking like every single fight every couple months in a year. Like that's great and all, but if it's like, it's quality over quantity, right? It's like, okay, you fought this many times. Awesome. But all of your fights have been consistently like, you didn't win fight of the night. You Mm -hmm. didn't get the bonus. There was no knock. There was no crazy, like, head kick. You didn't do a crazy submission. And then you got the win, but, like, you weren't memorable. You fought a bunch of times. So, yeah, I think it's a tough call, but um, I'm sorry, you guys. I love you guys a lot, but I don't want it to end this way, but it might have to be. Just like how Bates said it.
0: Just for your own sake, I don't want to keep watching you get, like, beat up. Like, that can't (laughs) be good for your long-term health. So mm-hmm. it's more of make sure you get your money in the sport. I'm sure ESPN, all these places that are covering the UFC are hiring. Just for your help with them, you can do a show, just a segment, whatever. You can still get paid mm-hmm. off of your likeness, off of your expertise in this sport. As long as we still have that connection with you, we just don't want to see you get hurt and it affects you long term.
1: Yeah. If you guys are listening, to this podcast please please hear our suggestions (laughs) they're good suggestions we're not only fans we're people too Mm
0: -hmm. and next we have this pay-per-view that is coming up tomorrow we are filming this on friday we have izzy versus costa we're going to give our predictions but first Mm -hmm. off we want to talk about their little weigh-in that they had today with the back and forth that took place as well. I think Costa pulling out the white belt was disrespectful, but it mm -hmm. is nothing short of what happens in the UFC. So (laughs) after he kind of threw it at him, he invited any reaction that Izzy had. So he Mm -hmm. really, I don't know how mad you can be if somebody reacts to you throwing something at them. That's obviously what you're trying to get. Mm hmm. So Izzy kind of throws it back at him, hits him a little bit, and they have to be separated, and they do the classic UFC. Oh, he's holding me back. I can't get to you even though we're literally (laughs) going to fight tomorrow. So So funny. I'm happy that they're fighting. I'm happy this is taking place. Fight Island is back. What Mm. are your predictions for this one?
1: Okay, now before I give my predictions, I just want to say I watched the the little weigh-in and face-off um, like through Twitter, just like I saw it through Twitter and I just watched it. Um, shout out to Izzy for wearing that Naruto shirt. Okay. If y'all don't know, I'm a huge anime fan. So that that was great. Though seeing him pull, seeing Costa pull out that white belt was so reminiscent of Henry Cejudo facing TJ Dillashaw and whipping out like mm. the snake. And I was just like, oh, we're doing, bringing this back. We're doing like the taunting thing again. Yeah. And the like... I, I love how you mentioned the holding that is so funny and it's so true. Like, um, just try to make it more heated and whatnot. Uh, personally, it's I think it's fine if it, there's like actual tension. Like, um, for example, this is Nate Diaz, their first fight when mm-hmm. like they actually like he kind of just slapped his hand and then Nate looked like he was actually going to fight i can feel it that nate would have fought him right there right then and there like don't even ask any questions like i'm gonna throw hands so that i ex- can excuse for it. this one was kind of like izzy and costa co- going after each other this whole week like fight week and even before that with the interviews and stuff it yeah. was almost like i i wouldn't want to say like it feels like it's been scripted but at the same time it's funny like i watch it and i'm just like yeah this is like entertainment <laughs> you know but and yeah. this one was like this one was just the icing on the cake you know of them kind of like pushing and shoving and a little bit and that kind of stuff i can't believe he brought and actually brought a white belt i love right. how costa was wearing the black belt too like he's all like no no guys i am a black belt and i was just like this is henry Like, okay. So, speaking
0: to your previous point, I do think, like you said, it's not like fake, but it's almost like mm-hmm. manufactured in a way. Like, they were both mm-hmm. advised that hey, maybe you should try to sell us a little bit more, act like you really hate each other. And you know, mm-hmm. like, after they fight tomorrow, I predict it's going all five. Izzy wins in a tight, like, close decision. But after mm-hmm. they fight, they're going to have nothing but respect, they're going to be hugging each other, all of that. So, mm-hmm. After that, we get to see that oh these guys don't hate each other. They're just trying to make us buy the pay-per-view.
1: Blaskowitz called out John Jones and stuff, like after um, Blaskowitz fought, like, and he was just calling him out. Like that was inviting something. There was a story there that could have been brought up. Izzy and Costa was like the same way, but I don't think it was enough fuel for them to continue this this whatever they were doing as long as they did like the interviews itself were just a comedy like it was just hilarious to watch i'm listening to their responses and i'm all like okay like that's cool and then now we're here but i think you're right like you know what i think there was a video that came out where they they crossed paths like when going through like a hotel or something i don't remember oh yeah and then they were like Hey, like saying hi and stuff. Dude, mm-hmm. if there was actual beef, there would have been a fight, like right there. Right. Like actual. I, I think um, in another fight, I can't remember when, but they showed video. It was during like uh, the UFC vlogs. There was a video that came out where like he saw his opponent like in the hallway of the hotel and they actually had to be separated. And I was like, I was like, okay, like I could feel that. I feel that. But this one was more like, entertainment and for show and you know izzy's no one to really back down either but um it it felt very henry cejudo-esque and um obviously what henry cejudo did to tj dillashaw was hilarious (laughs) whipping out a snake (laughs) Like, (laughs) like okay and just feel that fire that made sense but like this one was just like we're we're gonna get like an entertaining fight and to my predictions now, I also agree with Bake. I think that it's gonna go all five rounds, but I really I think that Izzy is gonna take it just because of his technical skills, and not only like is he obviously an amazing striker and that kind of stuff. He's very nimble. I don't know
0: mm-hmm.
1: if people give Izzy credit for that for being really just nimble and very and fast, like the way that he's able to react and the way he's able to reposition. His stance when he thinks when he anticipates something and dodging like that's really that was something honestly that made it fun to watch like okay besides the his fight against uh Yuwell right oh yes, yeah that fight okay excuse that fight think I try to like forget that if you think about all his other fights his technical ability and also just his skill set is really just gonna. I think push him over the edge.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing about this fight that I really like is it's two undefeated fighters, so that means somebody's mm-hmm. going to lose. And you know, just because I said that, it's going to be a draw. But we're going to get too motivated, knowing that this is for for everything for the championship. This is going to be, I think, if it goes all five, fight mm-hmm. of the year.
1: Yeah, it's like um this this championship fight, it like it obviously feels like a championship fight, you know, everything is on the line and stuff. But you're right. I forgot Costa has an undefeated record. I really mm-hmm. forgot that. So now it's just up to the stakes, right? You don't want to lose. Because if you lose then first of all your record is gonna look you obviously have that like what happened with Dominic Reyes, but like it's like, oh, you kind of lose it. so that's definitely going to be an entertaining fight and i dude the worst possible thing that can happen is that they get a draw please don't let that happen refs if you guys watch this podcast don't don't screw it up for us judges right. don't <laughs> screw it up for us okay please do not do that if you give them a draw i'm gonna be angry i'm gonna be really really angry i don't even know how that's gonna work with a belt but yeah this is definitely gonna be one hell of a ride One hell of a fight. Oh, we forgot. Fake. We forgot about. Enter into the octagon. Into the octagon. Oh, yeah. Dance.
0: We need a full, like, Dana White inspired routine.
1: I know. Oh, my God. I would love, love to see. I cannot wait. People, everyone on Twitter today was, like, at Izzy, like, oh, can you please dance to this song? Like, why don't you dance to this song? Why don't you do this routine and stuff? People are like, still recommending him, like, what he should do. And I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. I don't know what he's going to do. I hope he comes in, like, on a freaking airplane or something. Like, <laughs> drop down from a helicopter, you know, Scott? Like, he's just, like, doing something crazy. Some James Bond, maybe. Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible stuff. Like, please have that because I am ready for it. and And please do it as extravagant as possible. To show Dana White that this is also part of promotion. This is it. Dude, you put this in the new UFC game and people will buy. I swear to God, if you can have an entrance like before, like set set everything up so that you can go inside and like you can go into your fight and you're doing a dance. Oh my god, bro. That that would be amazing.
0: Oh, I totally forgot. We have another title being defended the same day. Mm-hmm. So what are you thinking about this interim light heavyweight?
1: Did you feel that John Jones uh, should have won against Dominic
0: Personally when I watched the fight, I thought that John Jones got it, but at the same time I'm a little biased. He was one of my favorite fighters when I was younger, mm-hmm. so like I'm just always going with him. If he doesn't get like clearly beaten, I think he won. But mm-hmm. I think we all want to see a champion lose. We all root for the underdog. So I totally get where everybody's coming from, where they think has won. And some mm-hmm. people are saying this is his first title defense and not trying to win.
1: Yeah. it's. Uh, I watched... Guys, please uh, go subscribe to Food Truck Diaries with Brandon Shaw. I watched a video with him, and he was supposed to be a football player. Like, he was supposed to play... Football as I um, can't, can't remember his position, but he did try out for NFL and they kind they cut him basically. And the reason why he got to MMA was because his brother brought him into it when he was feeling a slump. So I understood that this was really for him. It was everything on the line would define his career and stuff like that. But it was like it was weird. Like I I honestly thought Don Negre is one. So the with those like feelings and intentions going into this in the interim belt i think that it can either go it can go either way Blaskowitz put out a great performance in his last fight as well Mm -hmm. um it just feels kind of weird because it's like reyes was supposed to fight john jones he wanted a rematch john jones ignored reyes and went to blastowitz fight blastowitz got the win he turned to john jones you know called him out and says i want the champ he's like i want the champ and john jones was there with his belt like i'm right here and so then everyone was like awesome uh Baskiewicz versus john jones it's going to suck for reyes but you know what that can be a whole other different fight that's going to happen so we kind of had a story set up great john jones leaves light heavyweights in shambles and now yeah. they kind of have to throw something together and this this fight is the thrown in together part they didn't even have like beef or like a story or like reason to want to fight it was more like I guess their collective goal is like to become interim champ but mm-hmm. the build up around the fight itself it wasn't like something to grasp on because it was like we Vasco's gonna fight this um Dominic was gonna be in the background this happened, this happened and then John leaves and then okay guys now we have um, Dominic Reyes and Boscoids and I'm like what I'm like wait a second yeah I, I think we're forgetting like things here like I think we're forgetting something here and and that was just the story so the fact that they under promoted that fight kind of shows that right now UFC does not know what to do with the light heavyweight division at all and this one is just to put something in so that they can make they can kind of promote the rest of it and have the light heavyweights have look have something to look forward to to fight next because if you don't have a champ to go after and then this belt is here too but you're not like feeding into it i don't think the other i don't think the fans would be interested to watch any other light heavyweight fight you know with any other fighter like in the top 10 so yeah this one's a tough call just because they under promoted it already and i kind of know what was supposed to happen which i loved like i was rooting for it you know i was like i don't mind seeing Blaskowitz fight john jones and i don't like after that win they can they can move on to dominic reyes like the whole plot was there and the fact that you know i'm not blaming it on john jones or anything but like the ufc's handling of the situation come on like you could have just make them fight for the belt you know because john jones might be heavyweight so it's just like I feel like whatever the UFC whoever planned that for the UFC um no offense to you but you did a terrible job. <laughs> As for my prediction, I think that Reyes is going to take it and he might call out John Jones again.
0: I think Reyes gets it. I think third round KO. Um calling mm-hmm. it now. I think like you said, it's there's definitely going to be a John Jones call out with John Jones responding on Twitter saying he's moving to heavyweight, which is mm-hmm. something I know we've talked about. I'm not really looking forward to, only because let him get matched up against somebody like Francis. I think <laughs> it's going to be all bad for John. Yes. I don't see yes. that fight getting out the first round, and I mean Francis is going to knock him out.
1: Absolutely. Have you seen a punching power from him? Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. That's terrifying. Now the lightweight and heavyweight division, are kind of like, in shambles. Like they're just mm-hmm. like, okay, what's happening? Oh my god, we forgot about John Jones calling on Steep A2.
0: Oh yeah. Well he, he just wants the belt. So he would he literally was going to call out whoever was currently holding the belt. Yes. I'm sure he was rooting for DC to win because he knew he was gonna retire. So he was just gonna yeah. fight for the interim. And
1: this one at least
0: at least this fight is gonna fill up for some of that of
1: Yeah. Okay, let's bring the light heavyweight back into something like have have the fighters look forward to something fight for about whatever and whatever's going to happen in the heavyweight division i don't want to see john jones get knocked out Mm -mm. like like all of of francis's other opponents um that's going to be painful and i don't think i don't think john jones can even recover from that so yeah but definitely definitely reyes though shout out to reyes on twitch too he's really funny
0: oh before I forget. Let me shout out FightSessions.com. They're showing us a lot of love. They do a lot of esports and MMA talk on that website. Go ahead and check them out. Tell them I sent you. One thing I wanted to say about John Jones versus Stipe, potentially. I am a huge Stipe fan because I am from Ohio. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm giving that one to Jones. I think he might be able to outclass in a way. Stipe versus DC was I don't know if it's just because I knew it was DC's last matchup, but I feel like that was way too close for comfort. Like, that could have went either way. Mm -hmm. John Jones is not DC at all, Mm -hmm. obviously. I think Jones gets that one, and I might even say it doesn't even go the full five. Wow. That is bold, dude. That hurts to say also because I'm a huge Stipe fan.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think John Jones, it's just the... The Reyes fight that made me easy. Like, if you had trouble defending your own title, what's gonna, how is that gonna be when you move higher? You know? Yeah. With different skills, with different skill sets, with different fights. Like, Stipe brought out, you know, obviously his striking, but, you know, there was the, he was able to handle DC's wrestling mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It was just, it's a whole other thing. But you know what? I'm I'm with you on that on that on that prediction. If he beats Bate, that's gonna be oh my god! UFC is gonna blow up. Like, yeah, we're gonna blow up as fans. DC might come out of retirement. Honestly, I bet he would come out of retirement if John Jones gets that belt.
0: I personally, I'm not watching another DC and John Jones fight. Like I just I can't take it. Like mm-hmm. I I feel like I understand you guys don't like each other. You fought it out how many times now? Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I can only watch one thing so many times.
1: You hear that, DC? If, if John Jones gets the belt, you don't have to come back.
0: It's okay. Now, we, we respect you as a heavyweight and light heavyweight. You were a double mm-hmm. champ. You obviously are cemented in UFC history. It's just we mm-hmm. always remember what happens with John Jones as well. That's yes. literally the only bad part outside of eye pokes DC has on his entire career is John Jones,
1: for sure. Oh man, I remember their press conferences. Oh my god, that was crazy, crazy, crazy. And I love when DC would always bring up whenever John Jones got in trouble with the the law, yeah, because he does do that often. And I'm just like, <laughs> John Jones is an enigma, guys. Like. I I was i I'm rooting for him, obviously, and about his message and stuff, which by the way guys, I do write articles and um I have that on the Worst Take channel and it's under the UFC section. I write. And I wrote an article about um John Jones and, and the reason why I say I support I supported his message was because like earlier, like there was a little problem with payment in the UFC. Fighters said they weren't getting paid enough. And all that stuff. And so John Jones was like, was also part of that conversation. And he said, You know, if I leave, I'm a star. So if I leave, you know, you guys are going to be hurt by it. And Dana White obviously said no. He said, I can lose stars. And he covered, completely covered it up with the Uzman versus all fight. So when he left, I understood that and I supported it because I felt like that would really get his cross. When he came back, when he announced that he was going to come back as heavyweight, that kind of like, was a shot to his own message. Like, okay, I'm a star and you guys don't need me, but you come back. No, <laughs> no. So that's why I say John Jones is an enigma because it's like he's got like bright moments, but his lowest moments are his lowest moments. Yeah. And we remember that too, you know? So Justin Gaethje came out uh, in an interview talking about how if he saw blood, he would just go for it. In his fight against Khabib. I want to know what your reaction was. If you, if you watched the interview. I bet you did. But I want to know what your reaction was.
0: Personally. Justin
1: Gaethje saying that.
0: I don't think anybody's beaten Khabib. Like I just don't see it happening. Mm. He's one of those people. And I know that's like. Obviously everybody can be beaten. But it would have to be like Khabib's worst day. For me to actually believe he's going to lose a fight. He has shown numerous times that I should not count him out. I actually was picking Conor against him. That mm-hmm. did not work. Khabib was one of those people that I would be just stunned if I ever saw him lose, let alone get KO'd or something like that. So yeah, what are you thinking? Um,
1: I cannot believe he said that because I'm like, first of all, you're assuming that you're going to make Khabib bleed. And that's like, but... Bake, you are full of bold statements i love it (laughs) it's so true though it's the that's the worst part i i was rooting for ferguson to win i was shocked to see justin gaethje win i was shocked guys and i'm only saying that because the performance i remember justin gaethje by is when he lost against dustin warrior Mm -hmm. because i mean like he was upset with the call and stuff but like he got badly beaten but other than that, I was shocked to see Justin Gaethje win. I was like, it hurt me. Like, And then we lost Ferguson versus be Okay, cool. The fact that he was going to go, he goes on interviews and he's saying like, he's beatable. Like, obviously I, I support that confidence and I, you know, root for it too. I'm like, yeah, yeah, go for it. You know, the fact that he was like being as bold as he is to be like, nah, dude, um, I want to like, I know that I'm going to make him bleed. I'm going to beat him in that aspect. I was like, okay, so we saw what striking ability with Khabib, but if he takes you to the ground, you're screwed. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And even in the Dustin fight, I don't know if they took it to the ground, but I don't think Justin Gaethje can can like get himself out of that situation, and he's comfortable enough to do that. So Justin, if you're listening to this and you're in your training camp. Just go up against everybody in wrestling, jujitsu, like anything that's on the ground, because that's where he's going to beat you at. So yes, I agree with you. For Justin to even say that, that's assuming, I think you're right. I think Khabib just has to accept a hit. I doubt that though. Like I doubt Khabib. All right, I'm going to hit you. I'm going to make let you like, let me bleed. But yeah, that statement was, that statement was crazy, crazy. When is that fight, by the way?
0: I'm actually not too sure. Let me look that up. All I know is I was looking forward to Khabib and Ferguson. And like we talked about last episode, it's literally just like cursed. Like it will never happen.
1: I know. I'm so disappointed still. I wanted the fight to happen so bad. Like, Yeah, I know. We've been waiting for so long. I don't know. The universe just doesn't want to see that for some reason come on guys like let this happen let you know to be a fun fight don't even have anything on the line i don't even care if it's for nothing just have it be fun fight bro
0: yeah just because we know it's gonna be crazy entertaining
1: and we had this problem with another fight we mentioned in our last episode about fun fights i'm trying to remember which one poirier versus ferguson guys yep that was a fun fight. That's a fan-favorite fight, and we're not taking that either. So I'm just like, oh, my God, what more? Like, I'm like, what else? What else can we do? And and this fight, I, I bet is going to be entertaining. I hope that Justin doesn't get submitted early, but, you know, we're never going to know. Khabib is just amazing.
0: This fight actually takes place on Saturday, October 24th. This one... Okay. Woman- is a lot closer than I thought. I don't know why I'm thinking like November. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm thinking about November because that's when Mike Perry and Robbie Lawler are booked to fight. That is oh going, my god, Robbie Lawler against somebody else who just wants to stand up and just beat the crap out of you. This is going to be one of my favorite fights, and I just know that somebody's going to get knocked out. I can I would almost bet money on that.
1: Exactly, dude. Oh my god, could you? Could you? I can see the bloodshed. Can, yeah. Like I can see it, just absolute bloodshed. And Mike Perry is an animal. This yeah. This fight was crazy too. Like he's I'm I'm scared of watching Mike Perry just because I'm like oh god, <laughs> <laughs> he's a reason. Oh my god, he's a reason. His opponent. Oh god. He said last episode Mike Perry versus Nick Diaz. Yeah. Make that happen, y'all. That's gonna be a crazy fight too. But no, with this fight, if he beats Robbie Lawler and calls out Nick Diaz, that's it, guys.
0: I would be so happy if that were to happen. Uh-huh. And I'm kind of worried for Robbie because I feel like he's one of those people that, you know how we were talking about with Woodley and Cowboy. It might be mm-hmm. getting to that time. And this might oh. be the fight where we're proven that it's getting to that time.
1: Yeah, I would be so disappointed if like he gets crushed. Like, not in a good way, just in a bad
0: way. And Mike Perry's and- last performance, I believe, was Mickey Gall. That was quite easy for him he was kind of just walking through mickey for a vast majority of that fight
1: ravi lawler is on a four four game losing streak he has a last four man dude no
0: i remember when i would watch like rashad evans i would watch forrest griffin i would watch like all these what we think of as like greats because they're no longer fighting It was so tough to Mm -hmm. see them, like, leave, and you go, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen to the UFC after all their, like, stars are gone? But after you watch them get knocked out a couple times or just get completely outclassed, you realize that next generation is coming and is ready for that spot. So Robbie Lawler is one of those people that, like, when he finishes fighting, we're going to look back and say, wait a minute, this guy was amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. But as he's continuing to fight and losing multiple in a row, we look at and say, oh, let's just get rid of him.
1: Exactly, bro. And we don't want that. Guys, we don't want that. Please. <laughs> it's so sad. Like like what I was saying about Woodley, too, Like, I was all like, I just want him to gain his confidence back. This is the same way. Like, I don't think Mike Perry's going to allow that to happen for Robbie Lawler. Mm-hmm. But if by miracle chance Robbie Lawler can do it, dude, that's going to be, that's going to be, headline
0: blow up the UFC absolutely right if Robbie Lawler can somehow beat Mike Perry which is not going to happen if he (laughs) were able to do that the momentum would just completely shift but like you were saying Mike Perry is not the fighter you want to take when you want to get off a losing streak so we could sit here all day I know for a fact and just make up matchups just on the fly I know we've done Mm -hmm. it outside like off the air but I guess we're going to have to end this episode. <laughs> so this is episode two, though. That was pretty quick. We're going to be watching those fights tomorrow. Hopefully our predictions aren't too off. Is there anything mm-hmm. you'd like to say to the viewers?
1: Uh, Just a reminder, guys. Thank you for watching if for listening to us, watching us. That if dude, if we get our own podcast through, that'd be amazing. Guys, follow Worst Take and follow us too to give us to give us that. Uh thank you for listening to us. And just remember that if you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to about MMA with or like the only people you talk to only know the stars, always come here because we always got the best predictions and best fights and we talk about Everything MMA, and thank you for listening.
0: Definitely. Um, you can find me on social media at bakedizzle 101 That's B A K E D I Z Z L E 101. Check out my NBA podcast, Put Back Podcast, on all platforms. Podcasts are available. That was a lot of peas there. Make sure you follow my co host. What's your social media?
1: So, follow me on Twitter at Main Characters. So, Main underscore characters with a Z at the end. And I just want to say right now, before we forget, I just saw that Izzy was just doing, like, anim- like making an- like balloon animals on yeah. camera. Guys, love him.
0: Well, thank you once again for listening. If this is your first time listening, make sure you check out our first episode. Thank you if you came back to the second one, and we appreciate your support.
1: Thank you, guys.